Dum 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 Hey Creepsters, this is Carmen and you're listening to Sinister Sightings with Donna and Carrie. Hey y'all, I'm Donna. And I'm Carrie. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings 119. And y'all just heard Carmen M. basically do the intro to Jaws, kind of, sort of, like I would do. No, not basically, exactly like you would do it. <laughs> but also, why has it got to be Jaws? Because that is a scary movie. That's so funny. We were talking about that in my family group chat just the other day because my sister Kelly was watching it because it's like just with Shark Week. Mm-hmm. And Kelly was like, yeah, and dumbass Chrissy's about to get eaten up by Jaws and she didn't even know it or something like that. I don't know. It cracked me up. Oh, because she's going to the beach. No. The Chrissy, the girl in the movie. Not oh. my sister, Christy. Oh, well, you haven't been saying the last letters of things. <laughs> yeah, today I have not been enunciating. <laughs> no. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I just took context. and was like, oh, you said Christy. <laughs> That's funny. No, the character, not my sister. Different names. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Look, I used to watch Ellen all the time, and this was, I don't know, years and years ago. But it's when she would go to Orlando, and she would always take over the Jaws ride. And I couldn't even watch her little bit on that, because that would terrify me. It didn't scare me. I don't like, well, I don't like dark water. Yeah. Open water stuff scares me, though. Like, even just being in like Pirates of the Caribbean and it being dark water, I'm like, oh Lord. Movies where people are like lost at sea, that stuff scares me. Where it's just like sea all around you. Well, see, that's just boring to me. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> well, if you want to introduce an episode just like Carmen, head on over to patreon.com slash the APC podcast. Okay, the first story. Phantom footsteps, creepy figures, and ghostly knocking. Hey girls, my name is Jessie and I love your podcast. I listen during the mundane tasks at work and it makes my day go by so much faster. I'm 23 years old and have plenty of creepy tales, but I'm going to focus on one house in particular my family lived in during my early teens. When nearly a decade passed to reflect on the events of the house, it still does not cease to terrify me and my family members. I'll start with the typical stuff. Footsteps following my cat down the stairs, hearing someone come in the door when your back is turned, and thinking you've seen someone out of the corner of your eye. I would try to ignore these occurrences until I just convinced myself that I was spooked living in a large house, out in the sticks, with no landline or cell phone. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Wait. Did you say footsteps following your cat down the stairs? Uh-huh. Did your cat tell you this? No, she heard it. Like, cat, and then there's footsteps behind them. Okay. Some other stuff was harder to ignore. At night, you could hear what sounded like someone rolling around downstairs. Almost like somersaults. Now, that's a creepy visual. Yikes. When you would do the dishes, the washing machine would be behind you, 
and would make a loud noise and move several feet from its original position. We had hundreds of crows land on our house and land, but perfectly on our property line, never on the neighbors. We also had a severe ladybug infestation, also not experienced by the neighbors. Now, these spooks are enough to shake me to the core, and I don't think I'll ever forget the feeling of experiencing them firsthand, starting with a dark figure I saw outside. It was winter, so it was very dark in the morning when I would walk out to the end of the driveway and wait for the bus. This morning, I saw a large black figure run by me near the trees. It looked like a tall person with long arms running on all fours. I sprinted back to the house, to say the least, and slipped on ice and fell on my ass. I was so shaken, I made my mom drive me to school that day. While I was putting on socks on the edge of my bed, I saw a very creepy face in the reflection of my TV. I flew across the room, and when I calmed down, I tried to recreate it, but I couldn't. For this event, I want to explain a little about the layout of the house. On the side of the house with the driveway and garage, there is a mudroom. This has a small bathroom and the laundry. Then it goes directly into the kitchen. To get to the main entrance, you had to walk through the kitchen, dining room, and entryway. So one day, I was doing the dishes after school before my younger sister came home. There was a knock on the mudroom door. So I figured my sister must have forgotten her key, and I was annoyed, but I went ahead to let her in. She wasn't there. Then I heard a knock at the front door. I was getting more annoyed because I thought I was too slow getting to the mudroom, so she decided to try the front door. Eye roll. Also, I relocked the mudroom door when I walked away because I'm hella paranoid. When I ran over to unlock the front door, she wasn't there. And again, there was a knock at the mudroom door. Now I'm super annoyed and ready to chew her out. She's not there. I stepped out of the house so I can see the front door and tell her to get inside and stop playing around. And I see her school bus pull up. If this hasn't been long and creepy enough, I will tell you one more incident. I was sleeping before school and my dad woke me up two minutes before my freaking alarm. I was like, why would you do that? And I made a mental note that he must be heading into work and wanted to say goodbye because he was wearing a suit already. He just turned around and left, so I rolled over to soak up and enjoy those last glorious two minutes of sleep. I got up and ready as usual and went to wake up my mom to come downstairs with me because I was a scared bitch and I wasn't going down there alone. That's when I saw it. My dad in bed, sleeping. He had never been up that morning. Terrified, I kept this to myself and tried to rationalize. I convinced myself I must have been dreaming. That is, until my brother asked me why my dad woke us up so early. I know this has been super long, so thank you guys so much for reading it and sharing my story. I haven't even told my family these experiences until I heard my mom and grandma talking about the house after we moved out. They each have plenty of stories from this house. It even got to the point where my mom yelled at whatever was in the house to leave us alone. Love you girls, Jessie. Um, that creepy thing that you saw from the bus running on all fours. Uh-uh. I wish y'all could have seen Donna's face when I said that. <laughs> Donna was like, Whoop! No, that uh-uh. 
And then, okay, first of all, entity or whatever the fuck you are, do not fucking wake me up before my alarm goes off, especially two minutes. Two minutes? That is just fucking cruel and unusual punishment. It really is. It really is. That is mean. It really is. And then, that's also creepy as fuck that it was, it was your dad, but it wasn't your dad. Mm-hmm. Your dad was fucking in bed. And why does he get to sleep and you don't? I know. And then to be like, okay, I'm going to rationalize that away. Like, it was just a dream. And then your brother to be like, why'd he wake us up? Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Also, though, when you said something rolling around, like doing somersaults uh, downstairs at night, before you said somersaults and you just said rolling around, all I thought were wheelers from Return to Oz, and they terrify me. So then when you said running on all fours, all I pictured were the wheelers because that's kind of how they did, you know? And so, like, seriously, that whole that whole thing terrified me. Like, oh, gosh. Mm-mm. Way to get this started because uh, I'm scared now. <laughs> okay, the next one. A landlord break-in? Question mark. Hi, Donna and Carrie. It's Mercedes again. Sorry it's been so long, but I thought I'd send in another story. My last story was when I left my brother to the demon in the bedroom. This story is more of a true crime story. In the same house in Indiana, I was about six years old. My mom's family came to visit from Missouri. My Aunt Becky, who is just one year older than me, and my two uncles, who were also close to my age. So my parents were in charge. It was late at night, so they told all us kids to get ready for bed. My two uncles and brother went in to brush their teeth in our one bathroom. I need to tell you how the house was set up so you'll get the full idea. The living room was set up, so the corner of the sectional was separate from the rest of the couch. It was in the corner directly opposite from the hallway that led straight down into the bathroom. And in the bathroom was a hexagonal window that swung in from the top hinges. It was too high for an adult, let alone for me at the time, to actually see out. And even higher from the ground outside. Anyway, back to the story. So the boys finished brushing their teeth and my aunt and I went in to brush ours. I was sitting on the toilet. Don't worry, the lid was down while facing the window. My aunt was standing in front of me with her back to the window. As we were brushing, I saw a hand push the window open. I stared wide-eyed for a second and then said, Aunt Becky, the window is going like this. And I moved my head like a freaking dove. I don't know how else to explain it without it sounding wrong. I mean, I was only six at the time. She, of course, started laughing because of the gesture I had done, but then looked at the window. And the hand was still there. And so we both started screaming and took off sprinting down the hall and catapulted ourselves at the corner section of the couch, almost knocking it over. My parents jumped up, and as we explained what we had seen, my dad took off for the door. We followed him because we wanted to see what happened. There was a man running across our yard to a parked car. We think because we had a dog, our landlord was trying to get in to prove it was there because we weren't supposed to have one. Mm. I don't remember the cops coming or anything else happening that night, but the next morning when we all went out to swing, the ladder that was next to our house had been moved. 
My aunt still gives me shit about how I said the window moved. And as I look back now, it was really funny. I know there's not an end to the story, but I hope you enjoyed reading it anyway. Love you ladies, creep it real, and don't get scared. That is some fucking shady shit, that landlord trying to get in your fucking house. Right? Unless it wasn't the landlord. Well, whoever the fuck it was. Yeah. That is, well, scary. Yeah. But, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Right? I hope it was the landlord. I hope it was him being shady. You know? But, oh. If nothing else came of it, it probably was him. Right. Like, if it wasn't somebody, obviously, like, casing the joint. You know, because <laughs> we're mafia. But, like, seriously, if it wasn't somebody that, like, came back to rob them. Right. Then it probably really was just a landlord. Yeah. I feel like there's an easier way to go about that, buddy, than uh, doing all of that. Uh, illegal shit. Yeah. All right. The next one is called Slender Man and Other Stories. Good morning, ladies. I thought of many ways to start out this email, but I will just get to the point. I have cited Slenderman before he became an internet sensation. This had to have happened either 1993 or 1994. I was maybe a freshman in high school. My best friend often slept over, even on school nights. And this particular night, it was just me, her, and my little sis. Me and my bestie laid down to sleep and left the bedroom door open since it's just us young gals. The hallway was short and boxy, with three rooms and the restroom door almost facing each other. Our bed faced the opening to the hallway. My eyes were adjusting to the darkness. I asked my bestie, do you see that? She slowly slid her hand over mine and whispered, yes. It was a very tall and slender figure with a top hat on. He was so tall he had a slight hunch standing in the hallway. I couldn't see his face, but I knew he was looking at us. I could feel his presence, and I knew that he had been there before. This just happened to be the one time I saw him. It wasn't until last year when a story about Slenderman came out, on Dateline, I believe, that I remembered this night. I have only told one other person, but as I was telling him, we both got so chilled, that's when I knew I had to tell y'all. Also, in that same house, I always had a sense that someone was watching me. At one point, I felt schizophrenic and not in the comical way. I really thought there were people or something watching me at the kitchen table doing my homework or watching me do household chores. I never saw anything there or experienced other spirits, but I did feel oppressed. I lived in that house for six or seven years and totally felt different. Better once I moved out. In 2009, I bought a house but hated being on my own. I would have massive anxiety attacks at night and would often have my mom stay on the phone with me while I got ready for bed and eventually fall asleep. Well, things started happening in my mind and then would come to fruition days later. After some research, I figured that this was some type of premonition. I would often see objects and would have a small movie happen in my head. This was very hard to describe, and later they would come true. This happened for several years with vivid images and happenings. It hasn't happened for a couple of years or so now, but I can tell people their fortunes. I feel energy so much, and I can even calm others with a touch. I have dreams that lead me to other dimensions and love to lucid dream as well. 
You ladies make my mornings so much better. I try not to listen all at once, but it's so hard to stop. I hope y'all have an amazing day. P.S. I'm in the middle of 31 days of Halloween, and the kid-friendly stories are so entertaining. And honestly, a little scarier than I expected. My name is Natalie, and I'm from Texas. I think this is from last year's. Yeah, they were scarier. Yes. In that book that we read from, some of them, one, the one with the kid that when you talked about the people who would vanish yes you would vanish i was yes. like his friend vanished yes like, i swear it was all the ones that carrie read because i would be like so engrossed in them it was one where it was like a quarter or something mm-hmm. uh, by a vending machine or yes something. And, like, and like the ground would change uh-huh. and it was basically me and you yep because the girl we were arguing uh, uh-huh and she fell in like she got knocked in or something yes. and i was like yep that's how it happens that's how i die because the girl like tripped and knocked her in yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't mean it wasn't malicious just clumsy that's wild about your house, though. Do you think it was, like, a tall man? Like, is a tall man Slender Man? Like, is a Slender Man really just, like, another version of a tall man, really? Right. Like, a shadow person? Yeah. Could be. I mean, because it did kind of come out of, you know, like, people piecing things together and, yeah. like, making its own, like, lore, but... Who knows? Well, and they say that, like, no idea is really a new idea anymore. True, yeah. So it's like, then, if that's the case, then the internet sensation of Slenderman really isn't a new concept. Right. It really did come from something, i.e. a tall man. For sure. That's so creepy, though. But at least you had your friend to validate what y'all saw. For sure. And I've never had that experience, really, where I felt watched. Nope. And I'm glad I haven't. Same. Honestly, if there were spirits watching me, they are eating popcorn because I am a one-woman show of weird. Yes, you fucking are. (laughs) These people are like, y'all... This girl is fucking weird. Did y'all see what she did today? That's what they say. (laughs) And she's gross. (laughs) Did y'all just see what she just put in her mouth? (laughs) Y'all see that text she just sent, that guy? (laughs) Y'all see what she said she wanted him to do? (laughs) Well, in Discord, they said that we need to have a new segment called Stimulated Sighting. So maybe maybe we should do that. Who knows? It would definitely be NC-17. For sure. (laughs) I think that's what they want. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, the next one. Haunted Bar. Hi, beautiful creepsters. My name is Alexandra. I love your podcast, even though I'm scared of everything. (laughs) I get so excited for a new episode. You guys are awesome. I have a story, but it's not my story. I'm from Comac, which is on Long Island. I decided to Google the most haunted places on the island, even though I will never go to them. When I was scrolling down the websites, I saw one in particular that I pass by every weekend. It's this place called Katie's Bar. Katie's Bar is located in the town called Smithtown, approximately 15 minutes away from me on Main Street. 
Main Street has everything, bars, restaurants, shops, supermarkets, and etc. So back to the story. Katie's wasn't originally a bar. It was a hotel called the Trainer Hotel. It sadly burned down in the early 1900s. Supposedly, someone got trapped in the basement and died. Hmm. In the 1920s, the land became the bar. Charlie Klein was the owner, bartender, bootlegger. Sadly, his life ended in tragedy. In 1933, Charlie died by suicide. The reason why he ended his life was due to the fear of going to jail. One of the men he sold a drink to was actually part of the IRS, and Charlie's spirit lives on to this day. He supposedly knocks off the shelves and opens and closes the doors. People also say they hear noises and just get a weird energy from the bar. I found out by doing my research that Katie's Bar was on two TV shows, Paranormal State in 2007 and My Ghost Story in 2010. Maybe one day I get to visit and not just pass by, hopefully summer when it's good for outside dining again. Thanks for all you do. You guys are awesome. Alexandra. Well, I watch both of those, so I'll have to go back and see because I really do like my ghost story a lot. I've gotten a story from there. Like, I didn't know that they were on that show, you know, but that's how, like, I started watching that show because I saw that they were featured on it. And so, like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, this pretty much seemed to match up with another, like, interview that they had done, you know, and so, like, I feel like it stayed true to what the people were saying. Yeah. I feel so bad that someone got trapped down there when oh, yeah. it was a fire. Look, I don't blame you for not stopping, though. I get it. Even though, like, I really want to do all of these things, it's still a thing that, like, there's ghosts. It's scary. But, Alexandra, I'm going to need you to stop, and I'm going to need you to go by there. And I'm going to need you to do some investigating. And then tell us everything. Yes. But a paranormal chicks is not responsible for anything that happens there. <laughs> Just so you know. Thank you. That's your homework. And that's all. <laughs> a paranormal chicks and Donna, East- Donna Easterling. A paranormal chicks and Donna Elwin and Carrie Easterling are- and Will Dell are not responsible for blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a liability. Blah, 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 blah. Insert all the legalities. Oh, my God. I, do you think people really talk that fast or they just sped that shit up? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just changed my life. <laughs> because they really talk they fast. They just... I, what? Because <laughs> I really... I think you just changed my whole life. Because I really tried to match those people and by those people, it's usually one man that would always say it at the end of everything, you know? They had to have just sped them up. Oh, my God. I've always thought it was just somebody talking that fast, but it didn't even dawn on me that they just sped them up. Mm-hmm. Because I would always be like, how many takes did it take for them to get that right? Uh-uh. All in the editing, those motherfuckers. <laughs> Why did I never think of that? You're so smart. <laughs> You're so pure of heart. Damn. (laughs) Okay, the next one is called True Crime and Spoopy. Hey, girls. So this story needs some backstory. I've been with my boyfriend for six years. I started staying the night while his parents were waiting for their house to be done. He bought the house from his parents, and they stayed here while their house was still under construction. It was 
ridiculously hot one summer, so we decided to stay in the basement since it's cooler. Apparently, one night, my boyfriend wakes up because I was talking in my sleep. Not super uncommon, but when he understood that I was no longer in bed, he became concerned. When we fell asleep, I was on the inside of the bed against the wall, and he was on the outside. That way I could push him away or off the bed. Leverage. He hadn't woken up when I crawled over him, which he says is weird because he said I just kept repeating, no, 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 leave me alone. He asked who I was talking to, and I pointed to the corner of the basement and said, that bad man. My poor little boyfriend, still semi-unconscious, asked who. I told him again, that man in the corner wants me to go with him. He's fully awake at this point. He asks again who I'm talking to, and I guess I just stared into the corner. Mean mugging the man in the corner, he said. He got up and directed me back into bed, and I went right back to a peaceful sleep. And he said he stayed up half the night too scared to go to sleep. A few weeks ago, someone stopped by the house and started talking to my boyfriend. I hear our guest ask my boyfriend if his dad remembered the story of the body showing up in our ditch. Excuse the fucking what? My interest was officially piqued. Before my boyfriend's dad bought the house, so a while ago, there was a body that showed up in a ditch just a quarter of a mile down the road from our house, which is still our property. The man had been stabbed multiple times, but not deep. They were short stab wounds, meant to make his death slow and painful. His face was broken in multiple spots, and some of his ribs were broken. Turns out, this man is from Flint, just an hour's drive from us. He was accused of raping a man's daughter after drinking too much one night. But since it was so long ago, DNA evidence wasn't a thing. There wasn't enough evidence to convict him, so he never saw jail time. Rumor has it, the woman's uncle was part of the mafia, and they made the last hour of his life a living hell. They dumped him in a ditch in February in the thumb of Michigan. His murder was never solved. Was that the bad man I was talking to in my sleep? Who knows? Holy crap. When you said a body was found in the ditch, I was like, hmm, that reminded me of the Kansas City massacre thing that we talked about because that's how two of the bodies were found were like just in a ditch and then they were badly beaten and then when you said that they had mafia ties Uh supposedly i was like yes that's what i was thinking like seriously that jives like the cuts and Mm -hmm. the the face the torture yeah like all of that and then just like being just dumped there and stuff yeah it's definitely got the markings of like a hit Mm -hmm. whoa and it probably was that guy That's so creepy. If I woke up and someone was saying that, one, I would not be able to sleep either. No. Mm Mm-mm. And I would have done way the fuck more to wake your ass up. Yes. Yes. Look, I used to take tests for me and Carrie back in the day. Don't do what we did, okay? It's not right. Just that one class, two classes. (laughs) Because she worked, okay? (laughs) <laughs> That's always, she worked. Donna was the stay-at-home friend. <laughs> but uh, she would 
be asleep. Imagine that. <laughs> and she would wake up and say the most rando things like, did you put it on the boys? And I'm like, what? And one time she said, did you say East? <laughs> what? But like, I would wake her up on those and be like, what? What did you say? Why did you say that? What did you, you know, like, what's going on? What did you, and she was like, oh, I was having a dream of blah, 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 or, you know, all that. So I would wake her up on those. And those are benign statements. Yes. So if she said something about a bad man in the corner wants me to go with him, um, uh, wake the fuck up. Yes. Sis. I'm, I'm so glad that Marley's not here because if you did that shit, she would have come <laughs> like busting in the door like the fucking Kool Aid Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's in there going, meh, I'll get him later. Bo's like, I don't know, I can't even think of anything because he so doesn't give a fuck. No, I, he's probably laying on the floor and his like back legs and his front legs kind of came up and then, meh. Like, legit, the other day, my parents came over because the guy had to come look at some stuff in my attic to give me an estimate on stuff, which I still haven't got the estimate about, but whatever. My parents unlocked and came in the front door <laughs> and hung out in the living room and texted me and said, Bo still hadn't gotten up. I'm like... Damn! Like, no fucks given, that dog. And that's a completely different sound than he's used to. Yeah, if he if he knows you, he don't give a fuck yeah oh when yesterday when i came in he didn't even wake up he was just laying there and i said bo i got some presents for you here's here's some birthday presents and then he got up when he's he's like wait is that a treat but look if he don't know you and his mohawk stands up you better back the fuck up yeah because you better back the fuck up yeah because he ain't playing oh god look i just can like in the house, if, if you, like, you just, like, fuck with me, you know, Kobe will, like, fuck with me, and I'll scream, and Bo will be, like, like, coming to see why I'm screaming. Yeah. Because Carrie has no chill, y'all. This girl doesn't know how to just, like, scream. She is shrill. It's always a death rattle. It is. Oh, gosh. So, just know, if she was put into any of y'all sinister sightings, the cops would have been called. 100. <laughs> Especially that fucking hand staying on that window. Oh, God. The guy's hand would have been... Uh, it would have vibrated off that damn glass. <laughs> yeah, it would have been amputated because, like, he would have been scared. The ladder would have moved. The glass and- would have shattered, and then the ladder would have tilted backwards off the glass. Yes. Seriously. Her scream is so loud. <laughs> and I'm just like, what happened? Oh, <laughs> nothing. Like, what? Like, what? Like, zero chill on that. Okay. Hey, girls, I have a story to tell, and I want your opinion. First off, I love your podcast and your live videos, and I think you two are the best. You two remind me of my sister and myself as we are always cracking up laughing and telling stories, too. Okay, picture it. I'm lying in bed and settling down to go to sleep, where for two nights in a row, it looked like a man was standing right by my dresser by my bedroom door. Burn it down. (laughs) I turned on my light to see if it was one of my family members playing a joke on me, but no one was there. I found out on the third day that a good friend of mine had passed away suddenly, but wasn't found until that day, and is believed to have passed away two days before. 
I haven't seen the man again in my room since he was found. He was a wonderful man and loved by many. I think it might have been him. What are your thoughts? I have other stories and experiences to tell you about, but I'll tell them in another email if you want. Let me know your thoughts on this. Love you girls, and as always, creep it real and don't get scared. Loves and hugs, Connie. I mean, there's no reason to believe that it wasn't them. Right. It does sound like it. Like, if he wasn't found for two days, and those were the two days that you saw a male figure standing there, and then you found out, like, oh, okay, and then since his body was found... It stopped. It stopped. Yeah, I think that might have been him trying to, like, alert you. But you wouldn't have known. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was just all he could do. And, you know, I mean, it was just, like, uh, bad communication. You know, other worlds. It's bad signal. It's very rural. Show off. But really, I, I mean, there's no there's no reason to say that it's not him. I mean. With everything you laid out right here, I would be like, oh, yeah, that was him. But, I mean, I can't say definitely him, but I can't say it's not. Right. And with the figure leaving and you haven't seen it since, he's been put to rest, you know. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, that was him. So, I mean, it could even have been just him coming to say goodbye or yeah. him coming to let you know he's okay or, you know, it may not right. even be something like sinister to it, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think it was sinister. And um, Connie, one, thank you so much for all of your sweetness. Uh, are you a Leo? Because I love how you were like, y'all are the best. You remind me of me and my sister. <laughs> y'all are the absolute best. Because you remind me of me and my sister. Because you're just like me. (laughs) Are you a Leo? But also, we really want all the other stories. So send them in, girl. Okay, the next one. Hi, ladies. I Sorry. Hi, ladies. I love your podcast. It makes my work go by so much faster. I love the combo of ghost stories and crime. It's the best of both worlds. Anyway, I have a few stories to tell you both, as I have always been sensitive to the paranormal and weird shit always goes on around me. I love all things paranormal and have always been interested in the topic. The first story I want to tell you both is one of sleep paralysis. This is the first thing that has ever happened to me. I was a sophomore in college and went on vacation for a week to New Orleans with my grandma. She had always wanted to go and she asked me if I'd tag along. I said, of course, as I love to travel to new places, and my grandma and I are very close. We get to our hotel, and it's a fairly nice hotel. Now, New Orleans is known to be a pretty haunted place, but I thought nothing of it. First day we were there, everything was great, until we went back to our hotel for the night. We both laid in our own beds, watched TV, and settled in for the night. Now, I'm not sure if I dozed off or not, but I know I was somewhere between sleep and not. All of a sudden, I feel something sit on the foot of my bed, next to my feet. I internally panicked and shot up into a seating position. I couldn't move any more than that. I finally make out what it is. There's a dark figure standing by the foot of my bed. I try to scream, and I try to move, but I can't. I'm paralyzed. This happened for a good 30 seconds, until I woke up in a complete panic, laying down. 
I figured it was a dream and tried to forget about it so I could get some rest. Little did I know, the same thing would happen two more times that night. The next morning, I'm exhausted from lack of sleep. After the day goes by, it's time again to go back to the hotel room for the night. I'm apprehensive and terrified, so I left the TV on and tried my absolute hardest to not fall asleep. Meanwhile, my grandma is thinking I'm a nutcase because I refuse to turn the TV off so the ghost won't get me. Despite my best efforts, I doze off. I awoke to the same issue. This time, I wasn't paralyzed. And I jumped out of the bed to go to sleep with my grandma in her bed. Meanwhile, she's sound asleep. I'm thinking I'm safe at this point and I go back to sleep, only to have the same thing happen once more. I saw a black figure standing by the foot of my grandma's bed now. I look to my grandma and try to wake her up. She turns her head to me in a slow, not human way and just smirks at me. Doesn't say anything, just looks at me and smirks. Then she turns her head around and is back asleep. Needless to say, I fucking got out of that bed and ran to the bathroom. I hid in there for over an hour until I decided to wake my grandma up and tell her what happened. I was there for seven days. Every single night, I experienced sleep paralysis and this dark figure in our room. I'd never experienced this before, and the second I returned home, it stopped. And since, I've never had it happen again. I'm not sure if this was a classic case of sleep paralysis or if it was something more sinister. My gut tells me it wasn't human and I wasn't safe. I think it's because it didn't resemble a human. It was more of a black blob and the vibe it was giving off was not pleasant. I'll ask my grandma if she remembers the name of the hotel and I'll send it over to you guys. I'll write in again as I have a story about a Ouija board me and some friends did in college and my most what-the-fuck story regarding when I was in college and my apartment was haunted as fuck. I'll send those in soon. Love you guys. Creep it real. Um, no. Yeah, New Orleans is haunted as fuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, like all those hotels. Ugh. And then, like, I don't know, just for your grandmother. <laughs> to, like creepy turn her head because uh-huh. like it wasn't her yeah no it wasn't her and it's like seven days of that pure Ugh. exhaustion it's at, like you at, can't catch a break right and at least it did not follow you home though oh my god could you imagine that's so freaking terrifying cannot wait to get your other stories though yeah i'm gonna need you to send those in asap thanks all right last one Hey y'all, I wanted to share a story that my sister reminded me of. I seriously forgot about this. And after you hear it, you'll say, how the fuck could you forget this? It's called the Ouija board at the playground. When I was in fifth grade, I had finally made lasting friends other than my sister. We moved around a lot as kids from Georgia to Ohio and back again. After my mom divorced the asshat that was my stepdad, We moved back to Ohio to stay. It took me a while, but I made a friend with a girl named S who happened to have a twin sister named Kay. I left out their names. The twins did not go to the same school, so my sister was friends with Kay. Side note, my sister lived with my dad at the time on the other side of town, so she also went to another school. 
The twins went to different schools, so they couldn't confuse teachers and cheat for each other. Needless to say, the four of us became best friends and were always together. I was the youngest of the group. My sister was two grades ahead of me and the twins one grade ahead. So by the time we all got to middle school, my sister was in high school. My sister had moved back in with my mom and me by then. My seventh grade year, which used to be your first year of middle school, we started hanging out with a new chick from time to time named Jay. Jay was into the occult. This scared the crap out of my sister and me. We grew up in a super religious household, or was at the time. My mom went from normal to holy roller. I mean, the devil was gonna get us. Scared or not, I was intrigued as hell. We dabbled in spells with Wiccan books. I honestly do not think we did any real spells or damage. One night at a sleepover with the twins, we snuck out and walked down the street to meet Jay at her house. When we got there, she had a surprise for us. A Ouija board. My sister and I gave each other the side eye like, oh should. As a group, we decided to walk to South Elementary School and use the board there. We gathered candles and flashlights, and my sister had a lighter and cigarettes that she stole from mom. I mean, we thought it would be safer at the school, and man, were we so fucking wrong. We decided the best place for our Ouija session would be the merry-go-round. I think that's the name. It's a thing that you got on, and as it went around faster and faster, it would toss your fat ass off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would be it. Unless you had to be the one that had to run and push it, and that sucked. It did suck. And you know what? I would be the pusher, and uh, I had some short legs to have to run and, and, and get on there. Yes. Anxiety as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate anxiety. Yes. Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Yes. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anywho, all of us sat on it and let it turn slowly. We didn't want to be tossed. Everyone put a finger on the planchette and asked if anyone was there. At first, nothing really happened, so we decided to ask if hell was real. And the wind started to pick up. I mean, from dead calm to heavy winds. And they were really only around us. We watched the trees twist and turn. Then Jay says, show us you're real. The planchette moved to yes. Our slow-moving merry-go-round started to pick up speed with... No one pushing it. We were all sitting in the circle on the thing. Jay said, show us more. Faster we went. The wind was whipping and it got darker. My sis and Kate jumped off in a hurry. The three of us stayed on trying to see what would happen. Then S got tossed. I jumped then and Jay held on with all she had. A black mist formed over the top of the merry-go-round and Jay jumped for it. The thing went faster and faster and lifted off the fucking ground and bounced, and it did it for two more times. We were screaming and running away now in different directions. Kind of a scramble situation. About 20 minutes later, we met up at the twins' house. Decided we needed to go back and get our stuff and see what else happened. On the way there, the discussion started about that didn't happen and someone was pushing it. Each of us said, one by one, I did not push it. And when we got there, we were shocked. The merry-go-round was broken, sitting off of its pedestal on its side. Tree limbs broken and scattered everywhere. The swings were all tangled together. 
we got our things in silent shock, knowing without a doubt what we experienced was real. I'm glad we got out of there when we did. We pissed something off. They say the gates of hell are in the town 15 minutes away. Another story, perhaps, if you like. So who knows what answered us? We also were sitting on an old Wyandotte Indian land, and anything could be there. How I forgot this, I do not know. So much happened in life after this, I must have just pushed it way back and forgot at least until she reminded me. My advice, don't ever fuck with a Ouija board. Ever. Ain't gonna tell me twice. That's my rule. (laughs) That's her hard limit. (laughs) Yes. I always say, I don't fuck with a Ouija board. (laughs) This memory brought back a lot of other paranormal things that happened I could share if you like. My first experience happened when I was three. Love, love, love the show and y'all. Creep it real, Misty. Well, we want all the stories because this one was woo- I can picture that. Well, I can't really picture your playground, but I picture an old, well, I picture W.L. Smith Elementary is what I'm picturing because that was by my house mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Yeah. And that's where a merry-go-round was. Yes, that's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> so, like, when you're saying that, like, I was picturing that and, like, the swings there being tangled and, like, it did have trees around it and stuff. And so, I was like, oh, that's scary. Like, kind of got like the chill bumps on my arm because like exactly what you said happened could have happened right there. And again, it's just like y'all were trying to reason it away. Like, no, that really didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. No, that really didn't happen. And you get there and it's like your little brother was like, Hey, why did dad wake us up? But it was a merry-go-round that was fucked and everything else was fucked. But on the other hand, it could just been a tornado. It could have been, but what if they caused the tornado? Never know. Because also, like, I feel like tornadoes at night just don't always just happen, rando. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. Like, and I don't know exactly where you are, so. Yeah, are they common or. Yeah, but I mean, around here, they don't just, like, rando happen. Mm, Yes, they do. Like, there's some wind and stuff before. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's been a weird day, and then there's some bad weather, like, tornado-wise, rain, whatever, it happens. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's been a weird day weather-wise. Yeah. And if it was just that area. True. Well, I mean, but a tornado. tornado would, but it would still have touchdown somewhere else. I mean, I again, mean, I don't know. This motherfucker trying to be a skeptic, but. I'm just saying. You know I'm always going to try to reason it away. Mm-hmm. I believe you, Misty. I'm not saying I don't believe she you. She doesn't. But I do. I am saying I don't fuck with a fucking Ouija board. I am saying that. That's for damn sure. I'll tell you what. How y'all just slowly, slowly rotating on the merry-go-round? Were y'all just, like, doing it with one foot? Well, it probably just slowly rotated as they, like, because they just got on it. Yeah. Like, maybe a big push and then just got on it. Yeah, they probably did do a big push. But even, see, even as a kid, I'd been like, my God, can we just sit here for a second? (laughs) Can y'all get the board and the planchette out? Because I just got to catch my breath right now. I'm out of breath right now. (laughs) Wait, does anyone have uh, Doritos? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, if, if we were at that playground that you were talking about, would have been like, did anybody bring any um, ramen noodles? Oh my so, god, yes! Because we would eat them hard, and we would put the flavor packet in I and never, crunch it up. I never did the flavor packet. You're on so them. weird. I would just eat it hard. No, we all ate it hard and put the flavor packet in it. No, I wasn't cool enough to think about that. I just ate it hard and plain. Gross. It was so good, though. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all so much for sending in these stories. They were freaking awesome. If you want your story read, send it in to us at aparanormalchicks at gmail.com. And remember. Creep it real and and don't don't get scared. scared.